Bo Horvat did not meet expectations after being traded from the Vancouver Canucks, but can he bounce back next year? We look at that, plus the future of Bodie Wild and the outdoor game confirmed. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. want to thank everyone for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. And we're also now available on SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search for Locked on Islanders. We have got a lot to discuss on today's show, but first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to address on a future episode, feel free to email us the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We will keep you up to date on all things Islanders throughout this busy offseason hirings, firings, trade rumors, free agency, the draft. We will have it all covered for you here on Locked on Islanders. So we are going to continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders with Bo Horvat. And look, there's no way around it. Bo Horvat came... Uh, in a trade from Vancouver, very big trade happening in uh, the very end of January. And, you know, within a few days after the trade, they had signed Horvat to an eight-year extension worth $8.5 million a year. And that deal kicks in starting this season. Horvat already 27 years old. And... Look, in 49 games in Vancouver this year, Bo Horvat had 31 goals and 54 points. That would put him on pace for about 88 to 90 points on the season and, you know, put him right around the 50-goal mark. So that was one heck of a start in Vancouver for Bo Horvat. He comes to the Islanders, plays 30 games for the Islanders, seven goals, 
9 assists, 16 points. He was, oddly enough, in Vancouver, a team that was below 500, that was struggling to win hockey games. He was a plus 3 in those 49 games. In 30 games with the Islanders, he was a minus 4. So, clearly, there was a drop-off statistically in play since the deal was made and he signed with the Islanders and he is going to be here uh, now for the next eight years based on this deal with the, you know, no trade clause and, and all of that. So clearly the hopes are on Bo Horvat right now. And the question really becomes, you know, in 30 games giving 16 points, that's about a 45-point pace for the season. That is not worth $8.5 million. It's probably worth maybe half of that. And the Islanders are clearly going to need more production from Bo Horvat going forward. And look, there were a lot of reasons for the disappointing play of Bo Horvat. And let's also get something else out of the way. He did other things very well. Face-offs, 58.5% face-off wins. That is a very impressive number and gives the Islanders something important in that respect, where, especially in the offensive zone or on power plays, whatever that means, uh, the Islanders can count on Bo Horvat to more often than not win the draw and get the Islanders possession of the puck. It's there. It's important. He can certainly play on the power play. We know he likes that bumper position. We know that he can also kill penalties, and he even had. He had three shorthanded goals with Vancouver, added another one last season with the New York Islanders, so he can do that, although it's, again, not necessarily his best role. But here, here is a crazy statistic. And, you know, look, the, the 38 goals that he scored this year, his career high. 31 was the previous career high, and that was in 2021-2022. So back-to-back 30-plus goal seasons for Bo Horvat. In Vancouver, Horvat's shooting percentage, 21.7, by far a career high. With the Islanders in the last 30 games of the season, 8.1, it went down by more than half. And clearly, clearly, he was not hitting, you know, his shots the same way on Long Island. Now, again, there are a number of reasons why Bo Horvat struggled with the Islanders. And let's start with the most basic. The Islanders' system, as they play it, is more defensive-oriented than Vancouver, where he had a lot more freedom to just worry about putting pucks in the net. And it takes time to adjust to that system. We saw Kyle Palmieri have difficulty with it. We saw... Travis Zajac have difficulty with it. When those two guys were acquired from New Jersey for the rest of the regular season after the trade deadline, they looked invisible. And then in the playoffs, we saw both of them start to play 
a little bit better. And by his second, you know, by his first full season on the island, Kyle Palmieri started to get comfortable and started to become more productive. The other factor, clearly losing Matthew Barzal as a line mate was a big deal for Bo Horvat. You look at the first few games after the trade, and, you know, he had goals in three straight games. His first game, he doesn't score. Then in the next three games, he had three goals and an assist. And, you know, he had another uh, four-game span where he had uh, two goals and two assists. And then the injury comes, and you go through that long drought where he scores on February 26th a goal and then doesn't score again until March 27th. Now, you can't have your number one center go a month without scoring a goal. That's just not going to work. And he missed Barzi being on a line with Anders Lee, who his style is just way too similar to Horvat's as far as what they do well, getting in front of the net, screens, tip-ins, getting those goals from in close. You have two guys like that on the line and nobody to feed him the puck. That's going to be a problem. Now, the good news is in the final four games of the year, he had a goal and four assists. In the playoffs, though, one goal, one assists in six games, and the goal was a meaningless shorthanded goal late in a game with the team already trailing, what was it, 5-1 to one at that point. So you need more from Bo Horvat. He was also separated from his family and living out of a suitcase. So, look, there are reasons why he was struggling. I'm not going to say that, you know, there weren't legitimate reasons, but we also know the New York Islanders need a lot more from Bo Horvat next year, or this trade and this contract are going to look like absolute disasters for this team. Can Bo Horvat bounce back? We're going to talk about that and a lot more about Bo Horvat, plus the date, confirmation on the outdoor game against the Rangers, all that and a lot more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors for a championship team. It's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. Well, it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you could be sure that every part that you need fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, and the right price on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit available only to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So, keys to getting Bo Horvat back in, on track. Let's start with that. 
Number one, I think he will be more settled in on Long Island this year. His family will be with him. You'll have a healthy Matthew Barzal, hopefully from day one of training camp. And they really did show some positive chemistry. I think Bo Horvat will also be uh, more in tune with the Islander system, more comfortable in it, understanding what his role is supposed to be and how he has to go about attacking things. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully, before the regular season starts, as of game one of the regular season, the Islanders have settled on who the third player on that line is going to be. So if you assume it's Horvat, Barzal, and fill in the blank, whether it's Oliver Wallstrom, whether it's Anders Lee, who I still think it shouldn't be because of the similarities in style between Horvat and Lee, whether you you go with, uh, you know, uh, uh, Kyle Palmieri, you, whoever it is that you plug in on that line, let them get comfortable, let them develop chemistry, let them work together enough so that when the regular season starts, you hit the ground running. And I, I think these factors lead me to believe that the Islanders will get a lot more from Bo Horvat than they did this past year. We all know about the contract. Eight and a half million dollars. He's under this contract till he's 36 years old. So you're going to get the rest of his prime, and then, yeah, you're going to start to get that that fade. Horvat can be productive on the Islanders, but I don't think he's going to match the 45-50 goal pace that he was on last year in Vancouver. That was by far his career high, and it, it just, you know, is not something I expect. You, you get a sniper you put them on the Islanders, you've got to expect, as long as the Islanders are playing the defense first system, that you're not going to, you're going to see a downtick in the number of goals, a downtick in the number of points. But let's get real. The Islanders are going to need 70 points. I would say you want 30 goals and 70 points from Bo Horvat over the course of an entire season. Now, last year, it was 38 goals, 78 points. Uh, Excuse me, 38 goals, 70 points combined between Vancouver and the Islanders. If you can get me to 30 goals and you can get me to 65, 70 points, that's the minimum that I need. You also need the face-off consistency. And boy, boy, oh boy, if the Islanders can get a new coach on the power play, Somebody who can figure out, hey, what can we best do to get Bo Horvat going on the bumper? Or if there is another role you're going to figure out for Bo Horvat, by all means, figure it out. But get him comfortable in it, get him acclimated to it, and let's get going if you're the New York Islanders. Because boy, oh boy, do they need to get Bo Horvat going. If you have an $8.5 million player producing like a $4 million player on a team that's already offensively challenged, that is a big drain on your resources. And 
look, the Islanders cannot allow this contract to become an albatross hanging over their head. They simply cannot do that. They need this contract to be at least in the ballpark of, a, of an average value. Get me a point a game. Get me those you know intangibles, the leadership that Bo Horvat can give you, and let's move on from there. It's going to mean that Lou Lamorello and Lane Lambert are going to have to work hard this offseason and next regular season to make sure that the, that the talent that is Bo Horvat can be as successful as they can be with the New York Islanders. And, you know, Lou did a good job in adding a guy who can put the puck in the net like Bo Horvat. Now he's got to make him successful. And that means surrounding him, whether it's with a puck-moving defenseman and or another goal scorer. And for Lane Lambert, it's figuring out the line combinations that click best and make Bo Horvat the most successful he can be. This is the test that management and coaching staff are going to have to pass or else this deal could really blow up in the Islanders' face. All right, over the weekend, the Islanders uh, got an official announcement from the NHL. We talked every day, as you know, we talked a week ago about the uh, Islanders having an outdoor game in the Meadowlands at MetLife Stadium against the New York Rangers next season. Well, that has now been announced officially by the NHL. The game will be Sunday, February 18th, 2024 at MetLife Stadium. Lula Morello releasing a statement basically saying the New York Islanders are honored to have been selected by the National Hockey League to host a game at MetLife Stadium. Our fan base is one of the most passionate in the NHL and deserve to experience this memorable event Along with our players and the entire organization, we look forward to playing our division rival inside one of the largest professional stadiums in the country. Now, Islanders full and half season ticket members will get priority access to purchase tickets to this game. They'll have a little select window and then tickets will go on sale and you can sign up uh on the Islanders' website to receive information about tickets and time of the game still not made official. The Flyers and the Devils will also play a game at the same stadium uh, probably a day or two before that. So a big weekend of hockey coming to the Meadowlands, February 18th, Islanders, Rangers, going to be a part of the stadium series from the NHL. And, a, and certainly a big event that Islander fans have to look forward to. We have got more to get to on today's episode. Bodie Wild, the long-lost defenseman in the Islanders system. What is his future like with the Islanders organization? We've had some people ask. We're going to answer it. We've got that and a lot more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So, Bodie Wild, we all remember what happened with him. Originally drafted 
in the second round by the Islanders back in 2018. He is now 23 years old. He will turn 24 in late January. Uh, had a great year in 2018-2019 in the Ontario Hockey League with the Saginaw Spirit as a defenseman. 70 points in 62 games, 19 of those points coming as goals. Added seven goals and nine points in 17 playoff games that year. Signs with the Islanders in 2019-2020. Plays in 20 games for Bridgeport. The following year, plays in 22 games for Bridgeport. But then we get the issue. And we all know what the elephant in the room is with Bodie Wilde. He refused to get the COVID vaccine, and so the Islanders basically sent him on loan to a Swedish second-tier league where he played in 40 games in 2021-2022, scored one goal, had 10 points, and that was it in 40 games. Now, you know, games in that league and in Sweden tend to be a little lower scoring than here. But uh, Bodie Wild not getting a lot of ice time, not earning a lot of ice time. And clearly, when you have a situation with Lou Lamorello, who doesn't like facial hair and long hair and, you know, is a little old-fashioned in that way. But when you refuse to take the vaccine, which the team is viewing as a situation that helps keep all the players on the roster safe from getting COVID, when you refuse that, that's not going to be taken as a good thing by Lou Lamorello, just knowing Lou. So he gets loaned out to the Swedish team in 2021-2022. Last season, he is playing in the East Coast Hockey League, a step below Bridgeport, and not really getting a lot of ice time there either. He played with the Atlanta Gladiators of the ECHL. 56 games, did not play in every game. Four goals, 14 points, 26 penalty minutes, a minus four in the plus-minus department. Clearly, as of right now, Bodie Wild no longer considered a big prospect for the Islanders. Now, he's a puck-moving defenseman. If you think about what this team could use right now, he's a six foot three, 195-pound puck-moving defenseman. Still not great without the puck or defensively. That is something he has never been outstanding at. But, you know, boy, would the Islanders really need a guy like Bodie Wild. They have a situation now. His contract is up. They have until the end of this month, June 30th, to make a qualifying offer to Bodie Wild. It would have to be $787,500. Here is a team that really needs a guy like Bodie Wild. But I'll tell you this, Bodie Wild not ready to play in the NHL. And, you know, the Hockey News listed the top 10 prospects in the Islanders organization uh, in their May issue. And guess 
who was not among the top 10, even though three defensemen were, Bodie Wild. He is not looking like a prospect right now. And I would have to say that I would think that Lou Lamorello is not going to make the qualifying offer to Bodie Wild. Now, Lou always does surprise people sometimes, but based on Wild's refusal to be vaccinated and his lack of progress on the ice over the last two or three years, I I think Lamorello is just going to wash his hands of him and not make the qualifying offer. We will keep you up to date throughout uh, June, and as soon as a, you know something becomes official, we will let you know what was decided by the Islanders organization. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And, well, Sunday was the 49th birthday of former Islanders forward Jeff Toms native of Swift Current, Saskatchewan, originally a ninth-round pick by the Devils back in 1992, made his NHL debut with the Lightning, later played for the Capitals, and then joined the Islanders for the 2000-2001 season, played 39 games with the Isles, two goals, six points, ten penalty minutes, and was a minus seven, got waived, and went to the New York Rangers where he played 15 games, later played for the Penguins and Panthers before finishing his career in Europe, played mostly in Switzerland, only played in 236 career NHL games, 22 goals, 55 points, 59 penalty minutes, only played in one playoff game in his NHL career, and that was with the Capitals in 97-98. One of his better games as an Islander, November 3rd, 2000, at the Ice Palace in Tampa. John Van Beesbrook, the goalie for the Islanders. Kevin Weeks in goal for the Bolts. And in that game, Jeff Toms picking up two assists, but it wasn't enough. The Islanders fell in overtime to the Lightning by a score of 4-3. He set up a Gary Galley goal in the first period on the power play. And then also assisted on Brad Isbister's power play goal in the second period. But a shorthanded goal in the final minute by Mike Johnson tied it. And then Craig Miller wins it for Tampa Bay in OT. So Jeff Toms, a bottom six, two-way forward, 6'4", 207, big guy. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. I want to thank everyone again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow. We continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders roster. We're going to talk about Brock Nelson, the top goal scorer on the team. What was his season like? Did he meet expectations? And what can we expect from Brock going forward? Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And, of course, let's go Islanders.